Welcome to uh, Java, 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 JavaScript Jam Live. Yeah, live. We do this every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Welcome to everybody jumping in. Appreciate y'all coming. Uh, lots of great things going on in the in the dev world here this week. Some big releases from some big things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's great. Uh, we'll get that more into that in a moment. Um, very soon here. Yeah, very, very soon. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say whether you're a beginner developer or a experienced long life term, long, awesome, amazing developer, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We want to hear from everybody. Uh, in fact, feel free to request to come up and we can chitty chat. You can ask questions. You can state facts, opinions, whatever. It doesn't matter. Even heresies. Heresies. Heresies, I say. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Come on up and we can talk about it, okay? We'll talk it out. The more blasphemous, the better. <laughs> totally. I mean, Twitter loves negativity, so. Uh, um, so Blasphemy could be positive. I guess it could be. Blasphemy. <laughs> uh, it's usually in a negative context, isn't it? I don't know. I guess it depends on who, what your well, opinion is. Well, it could be a blasphemy against a ruling class that is unfit to rule. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Like Lighthouse, am I right? Yeah, I think that's in the conversation today. <laughs> that's blasphemy. All right. Well, if y'all are not subscribed to JavaScript Jam newsletter, go check it out. Go to JavaScriptJam.com and get on that because you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> um, and if you're not under a rock somewhere, okay, well, no, that might be harsh. Sorry, y'all. And I tried to trigger some people here. Okay, I didn't even know. I, I must be the one under a rock. Anthony let me know through his amazing newsletter that Lighthouse get the upgrade, y'all. <laughs> oh, go to JavaScriptJam.com. Subscribe. Anthony, what's up, dude? Uh, not much. Just getting married in a week, less than a week. Yeah. What, what, what? How long has this been in the plans for? Like, what, eight months, nine months, ten months? How long has it been now? Over a year. Over a year? Like, Dang, bro. Has yeah, it been that, that long? Wow. Yeah, so I think I proposed in July. Yeah, I guess you 20, did. 2022. Oh, my goodness. Give or take a month. Dude, time flies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, big claps. Woo woo. Anthony's getting married, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Self applause. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, it could have came from me, y'all. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's exciting. Also, working on some demos for stuff at Edgeo. So that's exciting. Don't like know what? how much I can actually speak about them, but can they involve. Functions uh, that are in a place that some may call the edge. <laughs> edge functions. Wow. That was dot dot dead. dot. Yeah, hmm. but that's 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 all I'll say right now. And if you are sniping on my GitHub, you would get much more information about this than I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, anyway. 
Super cool. That's exciting. So yeah, no, it's it's great because this happening. is something that you know, as us being called Edgio, this is something we gotta make sure we do right. And I think we got some interesting stuff cooking. Yes, yes, yes. Exciting. So hopefully nobody's in Florida. Well, I don't know how bad it is. I haven't even looked honestly. I knew it was heading there. <clears throat> I didn't look recently to what the news was, but like, is it bad or is it just like downgraded to the tropical storm or? Let's see. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the headlines I'm seeing don't look positive. Oh boy. Well, well, it's not as bad as Hawaii. Let me put it that way. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, that'd be hard to compare. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. But, uh, hoping everybody's okay there. Yeah. Stay safe, y'all. Um, yeah. So do you want to jump into the newsletter or? Uh, sure. Um, I'd also encourage anyone in the audience. I mean, I'm just going to throw out some some invites to, to regulars. Then, the link is at the top there, y'all, by the way, um, if you want to yeah. join us. And yeah. So along. I can't say I like know a whole lot about this new Lighthouse version. I just saw that it was coming out and I thought it would be, you know, worth highlighting because you know it's it's a very important tool that tends to get used by most devs and if you are someone who is using a tool frequently then it can be hard to actually know when like new stuff gets added or when because it's very especially the tool like this it's very easy to fall into kind of like a pattern of like okay i'm gonna like build my site once I'm like about to ship it, I'll run Lighthouse on it real quick. Be like, oh, here's some obvious things. Here's a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't really matter very much. And then like you kind of don't think about it too much and ship it. I think that's kind of how some people view a tool like Lighthouse. And I kind of like, I understand that because there's so many tools in the process of building like a thing that you hopefully have some sort of confidence that it's working correctly in other ways. But if you kind of treat it like a power tool, you can realize that this is like a very, very sophisticated hunk of software that does a whole lot of stuff for you. So some of the things to kind of like call out here, I thought the most interesting one they highlighted was big accessibility improvements. So they have what they're calling accessibility audits, um, including ARIA loud role, ARIA dialogue name, and ARIA text. So they seem to all have to do with ARIA. That's what I'm surmising from this. And, um, they said the weightage of all audits has been reevaluated to align better with the respective acts rule impact levels. So this could be a lot of jargon if someone doesn't know accessibility stuff, but acts is kind of the underlying accessibility tool that powers the accessibility audits in Lighthouse. So basically what they're saying is we are making sure that what you're getting is more closely aligned to what you would get if you just used acts proper which is probably a good thing for them to outsource this because it's a very important part of auditing a website that is highly specific and requires very specific tooling. And people I know who are big into accessibility, like Ben Myers, he always, you know, will say Axe is like the, the first tool you gotta learn. So yeah, um, that's kind of like the big highlights on that. And then a whole bunch of other kind of little things, the most important one probably being interaction to next paint is moving from experimental to just regular, I guess. So this is something we've talked about in the past. It's a new Core Web Vital that is going to be more heavily weighted in terms of things like SEO ranking. So important to understand what that is and how it works. 
But yes, yeah, so that's kind of like a big, big brain dump right there. Bro Nifty, what is up, my man? Yo, yeah. Uh, it looks like in your um, in your write up here, you're you bringing up the lighthouse stuff, which talks a lot about accessibility and also the remix um, version two. Um, I always struggle to recall the names, but uh, who's the main guy over there over at remix who was talking about react aria versus the uh oh my god um chance possibly no not chance no um it's not kcd doesn't work there it's not michael it's not chance but the other one the other the, the like the main guy i talked to him a lot too and i just always forget ryan florence ryan thank you yeah, so <laughs> okay, he, was, yeah. he was making some commentary about how good the react aria's um accessibility is and uh, compared to Radix, Radix UI, and I just wanted to check because I haven't really used um, out, of, out of box components, whatever. I just kind of tool around and kind of make my own. But uh, yeah, it is really nice. The the uh, React area is really nice. The the uh, uh, accessibility um, on that is like really good. So I agree. yeah, I think I, I think yeah, I React Aria is um, a tool that I've always heard about. I've never actually used it, but I think it. Is, is it now called React Spectrum, or is this something different? Yeah, it's, I've always thought of it as like React Aria, and the guy who does, I think the guy who works on Parcel or something, I'm getting, I'm probably get, totally getting it confused. No, I think, I think you're right, yeah. Does he work? Is he, okay. Yeah, so that like super, super, super smart guy. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know if that's my... I think it is. Com- computer <laughs> making noises there. I apologize. Um, maybe I'll just make a last point and just can go on mute here. Um, yeah. Um, uh, 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 the accessibility factor of, of React Aria or whatever it is, the Adobe um, components. Yeah, that, so it's it's under a, a project now called React Spectrum. It's still called React Aria. I'm linking it right now on the, the Jumbotron. Yeah, if I understand it correctly, Spectrum is like the, the, the umbrella of a bunch of different things, including Aria. Yeah, this is cool, because actually, I remember when React Aria was just like an open source library, so it seems like now it has legit like corporate backing, is what I'm surmising from this. If I remember right, it was yeah, always... That, I, think, I think Aria there. came out of Adobe originally. I th- oh, I did think it? So, I okay. think so. So it was kind of one of those things where you have like an open source, kind of like Skunk Store project, and then at a certain point, probably got enough upkeep that they're like, "Hey, let's." Um, yeah, it was their it was their a thing. <laughs> implementation of their design system, which I think that's what Spectrum is supposed to be is like their umbrella design oh. system. That's really interesting. Yeah, if I, I if I remember knew the, that knew that history, if I remember the history correctly, so it looks like from from the links here. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you used this, Jason? Uh, I've used it a little bit just to play around with it. Nothing in production though. So, what does it do aside from like? aria stuff i guess is my question yeah so it's if yeah again i'm not an expert by any means but it's it's just a bunch of hooks to give you that headless kind of uh, design system you have to build if you're looking to build a design system here's all the tools you would need to do all the the boilerplate stuff that doesn't involve the actual design itself right so that that whole theory around component libraries that don't actually give you a component library but let you build one that's that's where they started from, and then now they're so now you have this whole library of hooks essentially. Like, I, 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 in terms of timeline, I think it was probably one of the earlier like hooked based component libraries. Um, 
or headless component libraries. Um, and of course, because it's Adobe and they need to support uh, ARIA and, you know, for government contracts and all that other good stuff, um, they, they had to make sure that they supported accessibility from the, from the beginning as opposed to bolting it on like some other component libraries. So, yeah, I think that's kind of a... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If we have the initial commit here, it says May 3rd, 2016. Yeah, so that's pretty early then. Wow. Yeah. It was originally called Coral UI. React Compose using Cloud UI style guidelines from Coral UI. There's your deep cut for you right there. And it, and it started at Adobe from the looks of it? Yeah, I just I went to yeah. this, the Adobe GitHub repo and, and went back to the first commit. Cool. Um, any other thoughts from people on... Lighthouse and what they're coming out with. They also, I thought it was interesting, they, they mentioned manual audits. They're like, manual audits are now automatically displayed once all automated audits are successfully passed. Despite scoring a perfect score in automated audits, it's emphasized that manual testing remains crucial. So I'm curious what exactly they mean by that, because to me, Lighthouse, by definition, is an automated test suite. So how do you use Lighthouse to run a manual audit? I guess I don't really understand what they're talking about there. It looked like there is some new stuff going on. I thought they knocked out one of their core web, web vitals and, and they're like de degrading one of them, saying like, oh, actually, this isn't as important as we thought. We're going to either just like keep everything but that as the main ones or like bring or like promote another one up from somewhere else. I, I, I thought I heard that somewhere, but that's just like totally hearsay. So I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, it, we've got, uh, what, what are the main ones? You got, uh, first contentful and largest contentful paint. You've got like the first interaction time. I think the interaction time, they're doing something with, around the, the first interaction time. I'm not exactly sure, but, uh, the, um, layout shift, that's a big one. So you got the fir first and largest and then the layout shift is like that's the jank one and then the interaction like the the delayed the delay for like hydration the hydration tax one i think i think they're doing something about the hydration tax one but i could be totally off there but uh anyway the thread that that ryan uh what was in i think i'm on your website and it's giving me a clicking noise which is really weird but um Ryan and uh, and Ross and Kent C. Dodds and Devin, who is who created Parcel, yeah, they were all talking about this, and uh, we're talking about Shad CN. Shad has really, really great style sense of style. He uses Tailwind, and like honestly, I'm not really a style guru, and like sometimes Tailwind can be a little confusing, like just generally. So like I would rather defer to him. But uh, what 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 uh, Ryan was saying was that like he doesn't like the access he doesn't like the underlying Radix uh, accessibility story there he's a, he's not as good as like Adobe Aria so I suggested to Shad said refactor your styles put your styles into uh, on top of uh, Adobe uh, React Aria instead he, he liked my comment so we'll see maybe that'd be kind of a neat. Uh, That'd be kind of a cool uh, story to see if that came out. But yeah, that's all I have there. Or uh, Carol, get your hand up. What's up? You want to introduce yourself also? Hello, hello. Yeah, my name is Carol, and uh, I am learning development while working as operations analyst. I have a really beginner question. Uh, I hope uh, you don't mind. Uh, Tom, no, absolutely not. Great. So I have deployed the website to Versal. Yeah, yesterday, 
it's it's simple thing but uh, since you are talking about the lighthouse and uh, all that stuff and one thing that you just were talking about is the layout shift i wonder i'm not sure <laughs> what is it so the website that i've deployed have a svg animation and uh, it's just svg animation and the newsletter form uh, so i'm wondering if the website is loading and the first uh, uh, form is shown and then uh, after a few milliseconds maybe the animation is showing does it count as a, a layout shift uh, if you if you like to have a look it's uh, uh, last tweet I, I've posted the link to the website if you would like to have a look and tell me if this is the layout shift or if I don't understand this it shift the layout shift is when um, it is a different display on different like size screens so if it's like responsive and like you change it from like uh, mobile into like uh, medium size to to like large size or whatever like based on the pixels and it like shifts around your layout your content is is shifting around that's that's what it is it's not whether like your um animation is animating or not all right uh, yeah i need to i need to read about it more probably thank you did you say you had a you had a tweet about this i'm looking at your your timeline right now i'm not sure which one you're referring to i can pin it though to the top i will pin it then uh if you if you don't, if you want to have a look yeah no go for it yeah um always like to bring the hive mind into problem solving like this yeah i know with um cumulate layout shift that could be a tricky one because it will kind of depend on maybe like when you're loading something so if like you're loading something too late you'll render the page before you have the assets you need and then once that shows up then it all of a sudden shifts everything on the page so um some ways to avoid that can be like setting explicit width and height either through css or, or on your components or something so that even if you don't have an asset at the time it arrives, it's already taking up the amount of space it needs to. So um, I have no idea if that has anything to do with your issue, but that's just like one tip I know about cumulative layout shift. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so basically the animation is a client component and the form is a... Uh, actually, no, form is as well a client component. Uh, but this animation is loading slower and it looks, for me, like, you know, it looks like layout is shifting because one thing is shown first and then the other thing. I was thinking that this is it. Yeah, so then maybe try and isolate like where is that animation being shown? Is that contained in something that the dimensions are already set so that even if it hasn't fully loaded yet, it will still take up the amount of space it needs to take up just kind of as like a blank image, I guess. Alright, thanks. I will definitely read about this more as well. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll pin just like a couple links to the top as well. This is one of those things I highly recommend anytime you have an issue related to like core web vitals, these types of things. There's always good resources on web.dev. That's the first place I go to try and like parse any of these weird <laughs> core web vitals things. You know, one, one more thing. When I'm looking in, in the Vercel analytics, over there, you know, my score is show, showing that it's good. So probably it's all right, yeah? Uh, yeah, typically, like, that's, like, a good first pass. There's ways in which you can get good scores, but things are still kind of janky in ways they can't detect. But those tend to be, like, weird edge case kind of stuff. So if you're just, like, running your own personal site, 
and you're getting all hundreds, that's usually a good sign. I would just recommend checking in on like, because that might be just running on like your homepage. So it's like if you're to click into like more deeply nested pages, are you still getting hundreds or are you getting like different scores? I will do that while I have some pages <laughs> other than the first first header. <laughs> oh yeah, um, uh, Anthony was right. I was wrong. I said responsive. It is related to responsive, but it's more related to having a placeholder. So if like your if your animation comes in, it's not related to whether it's like starting or not. It's whether there's a a placeholder or not. So whether like if something is a viewer like uh, have a uh, if you're lazy loading something and it like comes in later or whatever, then um, does it push the whole page down when it when it pops in, or did you make a space of did you make a blank space that's the exact same dimensions, whether it's there or not? So, but um, so yeah, it's it's related but not exactly. So yeah, anyways. Yeah, Thank and I'm you, linking man. the explanation for cumulative layout shift and then how to. Optimize cumulative layout shift. These are fun terms we learn because of Lighthouse. <laughs> All comes back to Lighthouse. Um, yeah, does anyone have thoughts on that, or do we want to kind of shift into the remix V2 discussion? And Scott, you can go ahead and give us a station break while we're at it. Oh, looks like we got two people coming up. I did have one comment on the Aria. Stuff, I had to step away for a minute. Yeah, go um, for it. Yeah. The, the one thing I noticed when, when trying to use it with Next and probably with frameworks like Remix is it was harder to use uh, with server rendering because it has things like it relies heavily on context and whatnot. Um, so you do end up wrapping. Anyway, there were, there were some unnecessary, well, wrappers that, you know, things like, um, yeah, you know, like what Shad CN doesn't have to deal with, uh, and it was more built from the ground up to be, you know, work with newer frameworks like Next or server rendered frameworks like Next, and and hopefully Remix. So I think I think that was that might uh, make it adoption harder unless unless Arias fix those problems or change their their strategy to better support Next and things. Then that would be just be something to be to keep in mind. So. It's probably okay. Given its age, yeah. it was probably meant for a create React app type app where it's all client side rendering. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. So that was that was some of the stuff. I, cool. That was some um, of the things I had to work around when playing with a playing with it with a Next based app. Anyway, just thought I'd close off that thought process. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Brad and Fuzzy. What's up, guys? Waka waka waka. <laughs> hey guys. Do either of you have um, thoughts for the, the current topic you want to weigh in on? Yes, I'm, I'm walking away here, um, but so can't talk much, but I'm listening. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm not caught one of these for, for a while now. Um, it was on the, the topic of the, the layout shift stuff. I must say, I, miss, I didn't hear entirely the, the original question from, from Carol, but to add on to that, a, a common example of it, which I think is what a... You were given for a nifty, but it's like the um, the a top a top bar on an on an e-commerce site because I've seen this a lot on recent projects where you have like the you know, maybe an an offer discount thing, right? We've got like the discount code, and it only loads for certain users, something like this. That's like the top layout shift thing of e-commerce sites where you know the site loads and then it drops down forty pixels because it loads this banner in, and the solution to that is server side rendering. There's, 
there's sort of ways you can hack it on the front end, but the, the perfect solution is server-side rendering, um, as I found. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I mobile especially. Like, I get this mm. all the time when I go to websites. It's, it's absolutely maddening. Definitely. It's when you like go to tap a button and then by the time you're tapping it, it's moved down and you tap something else. That's like one of the key examples that I know um, is on like the web.dev or something. But yeah, I don't know if this is helpful at all to the original thing, but I, like, I heard and I was like, hmm, I'm going to give my two cents. But yeah, and just say hey. So that's it for me. <laughs> Thanks. Word. Good to have you, Brad. Word. What's up, Fuzzy Bear? Fuck trips, how are we all? Doing good. Doing even better now. You're here, my man. Yeah, oh, dude, literally, um, this is honestly my news. You wouldn't believe the kind of day that I'm having, right? But I'm, I'm kind of in between my dinner getting ready, and I saw these guys on, and I was thinking, well, sorry, you're going to be talking about Astra at some point. Somebody needs to represent. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the Astra 3.0 news? I was just watching the stream with um, oh. James Q, Quick, and Ben talking about it, actually, and we're building javascript jam hey on astro right now so yeah, relevant to our enterprise yes oh dude right so improvements under the hood right predominantly v3 is the maturity one right this is i love the fact that we're at v3 like legit projects two years old we're on a third stable version release you know it's been battle tested this there's been what i think they were on release candidates seven or eleven one of the two right and the numbers in between <laughs> but yeah so it's like you know it's it been tested right before it's been put out into major release so it's like the view transitions api oh my god oh dude 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 oh my god like this is yeah that's no, gonna that's gonna be a big one i'm excited for that just because i've heard about view transitions so much this is the first framework i've seen that's basically like here Hit your config and then it just like it's on. I don't not because I think it's the you other don't one. Don't need it in the config either. You don't need it in the config either, bro. Right? Because that's the thing, right? So it's like Astro does this thing where we put it in the experimentals, like on flag in the config, right? Well, things you know we're testing things in development for a while, and it feels like that feature has been there for forever. And that's where what we you know the project likes is like when the feature set has been there for that long, where it's already ingrained in the code base. All you need to do is just delete the flag from the config, but your implemented code of that feature set is already there. If you get me, and um, we just graduate it out from experimental into the into the major code base. There is one big breaking change I would say for those of us who are using Astro, right? The Astro image component has been super overhauled. Is no longer the imports need to be updated. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. All that is in the blog. You're going post. to the experimental or the the assets folder now. Yeah, it's going into the assets folder. Yeah, which I have been crying about ever since like v dot version zero two point two. Right, it's finally here. Like legit, is like there's so many good things, and there's another one thing, right? Another treat, right? That these guys probably won't notice unless you run previous versions of Astro, right, and just ran the build times just to see the difference. But this one here is significantly faster, right, than the previous versions of Astro. Like, yeah. Does that make a difference in just build time or also like dev server startup time? Both. That's one thing I noticed. Like with my blog, I've got like, you know, 
maybe 100 pages, but even that, because they're, like, big, chunky markdown pages, and, like, I have a pretty big initial, like, cold start every time I start my dev server. It's not, like, a huge deal, but something mm. I always notice. I know. I mean, the thing is, right, it's, like, that, so in Astroland, right, because there's two sides of things with the beat, right? It's, like, the dev server, there's the beat land and Astroland, right? So in Astroland, Bjorn, uh, Emma, uh, what do you call it, and... Nate and others in the core team, right? Basically, Erica, you know, you name them. The working like progressively reducing, like, um, well, refactoring the code base, right? They originally there was a lot of things that were um being done with like using async generate, uh, sorry, async generators, right? Um, under the hood to basically like you know stringify everything, etc. That's no longer the case. They've made a lot more things synchronous. You know, they've they really have fixed things up a wee bit, and that respects it. So it's like, yeah, around they're saying about thirty percent faster. But to be honest, I've noticed it like at least twice as fast. Awesome, awesome. Um, aside from that, actually, so I just pinned this. This is very cool. You have a post on the Google Developer, the Chrome Developer blog about oh, no. just. Astroview transitions with a byline by Fred, and Matt, and Maxi, and then Addy and Kara Erickson. So this is oh, like this is legit, team. and this just dropped today. For real, I haven't seen that. I mean, to be honest, right? It's like um, Maxi was one of the first people to really pine. You know, was like in the community, like right behind the view transition API. As soon as it was like getting in, I remember he did a semantics episode about it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was like, I mean, you know, he's. It was just the fact, that perhaps you know, opportunity that he was using Astro, the core team, and him kind of engaged and. Yeah, the moment it landed, you know, the browsers are taking it seriously. That's when the project, you know, the core team decided to take it seriously and put it in there because, in all honesty, that's the one thing, right? It's like we were saying that for a while. It was View Transitions API was always on the radar to see where it landed. We're happy where it's landed. We're happy how it's been implemented. And honestly, dudes, it is like legit magic. It is the tits. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice, yeah. It was Addy uh, who works on the Chrome team there and wrote the patterns. I think it's patterns dev with Lydia mm -hmm. and Ali. Yep, yep, wrote yep. That both together. Yeah, so he's all up on the on the Chrome team and doing all that stuff, and then wrote the write up on uh, on Astro. So that's one thing about getting in early on on some of these these patterns and some of these uh, features and some of these. Uh, these 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 frameworks and different things these libraries is that you can get in the mix and like talk to people who are like doing very important things it's just like wow just what a great way to to really get in get get it get it in there right this is amazing this is, this is great uh the, no, it's totally uh, right. so amazing uh totally. yeah yeah uh it, it reminded me because I, I basically it looks like what they did they implemented mm -hmm. this um this sort of like you know, in like a, in an iPhone app or, or whatever, like a, a mobile app, you can like do kind of like a slide and then it like goes to the next thing, sort of like yep. a, a swiper. Yeah. Yeah. A slide animation. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. So that, so basically it's like that kind of comes with like a bit of CSS3, right? And just the way the view transition API works is effectively taking a snapshot of your current and a snapshot of the new and throwing the two together right 
and it's like holding the two, you know, snapshots in memory at the same moment in time. I mean, yeah, you get cool. Yes, that slide yeah, one is yeah, really yeah. cool. Personally speaking, I like the morph. I like morphing between things, man. It's so funky. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm so glad that the smart people got that implemented because I was looking at something like that in the um, the same guy who created React also created mm-hmm. also works on Rescript, and that's sort of like some yep. weird like functional mm-hmm. programming that has something 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 to do. I don't remember the guy's name, but um, mm-hmm. somebody who Jordan Walk. Yeah, Jordan. Mm-hmm. So somebody who my question that. is sorry guys I need to go I'm getting a phone wipes. call alright no, alright cool well, I'll talk to you about star wipes later alright <laughs> uh, yeah you're talking about rescript was I was what's the what's the tangent there the, the tangent is that uh, they had implemented this in rescript and I was trying to follow it and I was like oh man I'd love to have this this uh this work on on my on it was just it was just a regular html css and like mid journey uh photographs bunch of library of a bunch of photographs from mid journey just html and css just just vanilla you with what w- 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 it was it was a rescript not like javascript it was it was a rescript uh, uh and they were doing the tr- this animation this um transition what, whatever this is called we're talking about right now this transitions api uh, transitions Exactly. The view transitions, but in Rescript. And I was like, oh man, but I, I like, I can't follow that code. Like I'm not smart enough, but it looks like they, but they used, basically they used that uh, and then put it into, basically put it into, into Chrome is what I understand. Right. Now Astro has implemented it. I haven't actually used it direct. I haven't used it direct from, from Chrome. Or I haven't actually implemented this at all, but yeah, I did see this uh, a while ago and it did overlap with uh with uh, like the um, similar thing that's uh, with the mobile oh. the mobile transitions, like very oh specific. yeah, no, there is definitely a, like it feels like you know the from the browser side of things that they're looking to bring in merge the browser with more of a feature set from the mobile like you know world like um, so that way it's like we can make you know make the web properly cross platform so that way we have the APIs for the mobile that it happens you know. There's a lot of work to it. But gentlemen, talk about a lot of work. I need to run. It's been sorry it's been so short. Um oh, good man. Thanks for joining. Great to chat. Love you guys. Right. Peace and love and keep well, right? Thank you do. Um Scott. What's up, my man? Yo. What's up, everybody? Thanks for the if you can understand what I'm saying. Thanks so much for joining. Appreciate y'all. <clears throat> we do this every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be sure to uh, follow us if you're not already. Uh, that way you can be notified, let you know when, we, when we're when going live, you know. And you know what? Also, check out our newsletter, JavaScriptGM.com. Sign up right there. It's free. There's some value there for you, though. Talk about all the latest and greatest tech, web dev, JavaScript, obviously, and more. And Anthony's the one who writes that up every week, puts some time into it. So, yeah. Give it a good read. That's typically what... Read mix. (laughs) Read mix. (laughs) Typically, that's what we're uh, talking about, you know, when it comes to Wednesday. So, and we have some fun guests that join us occasionally as well. So... And not just that, just fun people who hop in, like Fuzzy and are obviously our uh, regulars. 
Bro Nifty, Jason, Brad, many, many folks. So, yeah, good time. Good thanks times. For, Bye -bye. Yeah, thanks for joining us today, Carol. Appreciate that. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're a beginner or whether you're an advanced developer. We love to hear from everybody. So be sure to request to come up, ask questions, state facts, comments. Doesn't matter. We want to hear everything. Yep, yep, yep. So exciting stuff here with Lighthouse, Remix, Astro Build. Like I said, there's some big things that have happened over the last couple of weeks here, even just really this week. So it's been pretty cool to see all this tech making strides. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's always something moving forward. What's fun about having so many different frameworks, so many different teams, and people working on stuff. I've not been without a headline since I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'd be hard. Not, you'd be hard pressed not to. For sure. And people are talking about how like nothing happened in August, and there's kind of some truth to that. But at the same time, it's like even if you look for like minor releases, there's big stuff happening, and even some major releases or you know release candidates for major releases like Remix. Volume two, version two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's so funny. Like, here's another one, like, we didn't even include in here, which is OpenAI's Enterprise. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's the type of thing, though. What, what do you, did they have a pricing for it? Or were you just joking when you said it was going to be like 10 grand? I was kidding. Uh, yeah. You have to contact sales to even get a number. <laughs> that's how you know it's real enterprise. A real that's enterprise you know. solution would never tell you the price. That's how you know it's going to be expensive. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sorry, I missed the product. What was it? We don't. ChatGPT Enterprise. Oh, Ao. <laughs> Unlimited access, folks. Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, I would not make good use of that access on account of the enterprise. I would just keep asking us stupid stuff about philosophy and things. For 10 grand a month. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who does the AWS, uh, he focuses on the cost for the cost for AWS. I, he has some um, consulting organization. He had, he had a funny take. I, I don't have it pulled up, but it was about the about Corey, offer. Corey Quinn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dude's funny. What's, um, what's his take? <laughs> oh my God. I don't have it offhand. Like I can't do it justice, but he was basically saying like, oh yeah, uh, enterprise. Let me guess. Let me guess what's the enterprise offering for chat GPT. Like they put it in a, like, uh, <laughs> put it in like a car or like a, cargo shipping container kind of thing and like dump it on the thing and let you self-host it or whatever it was just something you just run chat gbt and docker basically <laughs> uh, yeah i could totally see that <laughs> nice nice yeah i'll i'll go ahead and uh oh yeah there it is i already got up there so yeah check that out if you're curious about enterprise chat gbt and you know you just can't get enough chat gbt in your life <laughs> So you just him can't and, hold him back and, and you really want to support them. 
him and him and Dax don't have the best AWS takes. They're just constantly ragging on AWS. Just funny. Like no 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 offense. I like AWS, but it's just like they're really funny. Well, it's and, funny because like Dax's entire company is by definition built on AWS. <laughs> it's like he built a tool that like could have been called AWS Lock-in. And Corey is paid to give people advice on what to do about their AWS. So it's like every single piece of work they do is with AWS and then they just trash it every day. It's pretty incredible. (laughs) How they get all the, I mean, that's Twitter. I mean, it's like you have to have something to constantly throw bricks at. I mean, like if if not, then you're not going to be anybody on Twitter. Sorry. (laughs) Which is why you know uh, I'm I'm not so. <laughs> hey, you're getting up there. Before you know it, you'll have a thousand followers. Oh joy! What's the engagement? One of a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, thank you all so much. This has been so fun. It's been a great time thus far. Love the joke. So does anyone actually care about Remix V2? Apparently, it's got future flags which means they built they built not not feature flags future flags because they're like we're gonna build this thing it's not a thing yet but it's gonna be a thing so we're gonna make your code work like this thing exists that when the thing does exist it won't break your code which is actually i gotta hand to them a very smart idea super smart yeah, so the idea being that if you kept up with these future flags when v2 drops it will be a, a like a you just upgrade your number and you won't need to actually change anything or make any modifications to your code because you would have already made those in modification to the future flags that were in v1.x versions that's at least the idea i'm getting from the blog posts i don't have any remix apps in production so i can't say for sure but that's the the vibe i got jeez you should get on that <laughs> start up a <laughs> shopify store Hey, bro. Yeah, I could sell. Make a headless remix remix. Shopify templates. (laughs) Yes, make it headless. (laughs) One thing I will say about remix: um, I was working with Quick, which is like probably the biggest main competitor there, and I I like Quick a lot. But I feel like the uh, it's not quite as snappy the the responsiveness with um, it feels like a little buggy when you uh, when you're doing mutations. Which one, Quick or Remix? Quick, Quick, Quick. No, yeah, Quick's Remix Remix is a lot newer, so makes sense. Remix is golden. It has all the built-ins that Next.js needs you have to do manually. And basically the people over, like the React core team, like basically copied the, the work of, um, of Ryan Florence. And like you've, you've got Remix dialed in. It's been dialed in from the beginning. And like and Next is just now getting up to speed. Um, and there's just a lot, a lot rich, richer feature set is more... more um, more mature and uh, remix than next, but uh, that's my comparison. But yeah, it's a quick, which would be I think the the kind of standalone non React. Uh, you can b- pull React into it just like you can with with just like an Astro. Uh, you can it, it handles like standalone components and kind of like put them kind of co- uh, compose them together. But just like the quick like quick quick city on its own, like it runs really well for like if you have like just you know, to get really fast. But as far as like the mutation story, like it's a, it feels a little buggy to me. 
Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, because being, not having, like, React itself to build on, you gotta probably do a lot of heavy lifting just to get to even parity with that, let alone to then build a meta framework on top. So, yeah, I'm still pulling for quick. I think that it's just a cool idea. So I always like it when someone comes in and tries to, like, shake up the game and I'll support them pretty much just for that reason and because I like the team. But um, if I was, like, literally giving someone advice on what to put into production, it would be a, a hard a hard sell to sell someone on quick today just because, you know, word is in this life cycle. And, you know, I'm sure they, they will would acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, I'm more, I'm, uh, I bought a bunch of uh, courses from this uh, this uh, company is using it's used both Next and uh, Quick, and they they liked Quick better because they didn't have to deal with use effect, and it's like sort of uh, the dependency management is like automatic. In, uh, in Quick, <laughs> that's funny. I'm gonna kind of check that out, but uh, yeah, he, he that guy liked it better than than Next, so um, he's just like, yeah, this is a lot less to maintain. It's like quicker to, to get through and there are there are mutations in that too it's it's, it's a site for it's a SaaS app which combines a bunch of different stuff it's called code raiders not like i'm trying to sell like i'm not trying to like uh sell no, you fine. Thing, yeah no, uh, code raiders like yeah, yeah. raiders of the lost ark yeah 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 so they got a bunch of got, they got a web3 and different uh different bunch of different apps got this uh back testing like financial uh, strategy back testing so it's like you know like if you did this strategy this is how it would have paid off and like if you did this one or whatever so it's got this whole thing did that next js do they do it with like, crypto uh i think you just did a regular market stuff you could have done it with crypto i'm not I, I yes yeah, it's, it's all it's all the same it's just numbers that go up and down at the end of the day exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. cool yeah i think i have the right link for that i'm posting that right now um here yeah so many frameworks so many things you can do with them is that the code raiders you were talking about coderaiders.com they don't have it's surprisingly enough they don't have a um they don't have a website uh no they have a website yeah they don't have a presence on uh i haven't found them at like in terms of like their social media though they just have like the website i just i got i found them from a google Mm -hmm. search i was just like i was searching for like uh, quick. Are the are the courses yeah. good? Like, have you actually gone through them? Yeah, they're good. Um, unfortunately, because um, Quick is moving so fast and they have breaking changes, there are um, some broken codes. Because yeah, I, I would not build a, a course around Quick. <laughs> like, I would just, <laughs> I would straight up say this. This is not like you. You should wait. Like, I guess they hit one So I guess from that respect, you could like within the last three months if if they had built it before that like pre 1.0 that's probably where they would have got caught up yeah the main the main thing was that uh in the routing scheme it used to be you could name a file anything but now it has to be uh index.ts or index.tsx in a named route folder so that's why it was breaking Uh, everything else is fine though Gotcha. Well, I'm looking at the courses right now, and I see every single thing in the courses list is either GPT stuff or crypto stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't even see any front end stuff. So I'm not sure what courses you're even talking about, but um, these look interesting. Chat GPT AI voice chatbot build with React and fast API combo. 
built an uh, auto GPT code writing AI tool with Rust in <laughs> GPT four. Okay, uh, yeah, there's there's one that is just talks about um, talks about uh, quick for a SaaS, and it kind of combines a bunch of different services. It fronts it with. Ah, a, I see. So there's there's the courses section, then there's the code section. Yeah. So this is not a course. This is just code. It's only fifteen bucks. Oh yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the so code doesn't like work a, out of Ox though. But the there's a YouTube. Um, so this was created in January 2023. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that was this, way, way pre.1.0. Yeah. So the the scheme is that you can walk through the um, the YouTube course and it gives you all the the stuff, but it doesn't give you the code. If you want to buy the code and and run it, you can. Of course, it doesn't work though because it's um, it needs some. Yeah. yeah, if you gotta, like pay for a template, like the least you could ask that the thing actually runs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seems like a pretty, pretty baseline requirement. <laughs> it's good. I think I think the fundamentals are good though. But uh, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't like run run as as uh, as uh, advertised though. Yeah. Okay. Well. We gave them a little bit of press. It sounds like they're <laughs> they're trying. They're trying their best. So I'll, I'll give them give them credit for even building a quick course at all. You know that's um that's a, that's a a big a big um big lift. But uh that's cool. Yeah, I think that you know the more content the better. Even if it's slightly broken content, that'd be better than just nothing. You know. <laughs> yes. Word. All right. Well, I think we're gonna um, wrap it up here. All right, Scott. Something. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yep. Okay. That's weird. It wasn't showing. That I was talking. Uh, something interesting about Astro. You know, instead of localhost three thousand, it's now localhost five one seven three four three two one. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's funny because <laughs> Redwood's has always been eight nine ten. So having uh, really? <laughs> numbers in a certain order makes it easy to remember. Is again. Yeah, exactly. Something that isn't ripped off from Redwood. But it's so funny, though, because it's 4321 liftoff, right? Like, uh, That's pretty off. brilliant. Yeah. Is that in Astro 3? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good for them. We'll go, so tomorrow, we're, we're going live tomorrow, right? We'll, we'll have to we'll upgrade to, to Astro 3. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> Just so we get 4321 in there when we do some stuff. It should be fun. Although we're already technically... We don't need the local host at this point because you've got something out there. But anyway. Well, yeah, but when you're developing it, you're not just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, ship yeah. to production every time you want to do something change. Why not? Why not? Why not? I mean, with Edgeo, nothing stopping you. Ship to production wherever you want. You got feature <laughs> branches. You got side branches. You got all sorts of branches. <laughs> branches. They're just not on Redwood branches. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh man! All right, cool. Well, it's been fun, folks. Thanks for joining us. Always good conversation here on Wednesday. We'll be here next Wednesday. Well, actually, uh, Anthony, I don't think you'll be here next Wednesday. I'll be yeah, here. Yeah, you'll, you'll be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm taking off Monday and Tuesday. Okay, right. Cool. All right. We'll see you next Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be sure to bring your pants. Not your pants. Yeah, your pants. We don't need pants okay. for Twitter space. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Peace out.
Da 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 da